Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 12th inaugural episode of Casey and John John. Yes, that's right. Welcome back, everyone. And um, as usual, we'll just like to start by saying that uh, it just absolutely fills us with gratitude that yes. any of you, all six of you, or was it seven? I think it was or seven. We may have, but we may have lost a couple in the last episode. Uh, we may have lost so, every single listener, aside from ourselves, obviously. Yeah. So, so, so thanks to us for tuning back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it fills us with joy that we both tune back in to listen to ourselves. Uh, basically, we basically begin, making this podcast is kind of like masturbation, really, for for our yeah, ears. Yeah. yeah. It, We're orally pleasuring joke. ourselves. It's a circle joke, but there's only two people. So, so it's basically a line of jerks. Yeah, yeah, a line of jerks, a jerk line. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's go with that. Yeah. Uh, before we begin, I uh, just advise to ourselves to never really listen to ourselves because we don't know what we're talking about. Uh, we yeah, are full we of wit and wisdom and knowledge, but at the same time, we are just also full of shit. So let's try not to take You're ourselves full of shit. too seriously. Hey, hey, watch it. Watch your language, boy. This is a clean. Watch this is a clean face. podcast. Yeah, according this to this is a clean uh, podcast. According to Spotify <laughs> and Apple, this is supposed <laughs> to be a clean podcast. So, uh, before we get started with our twelfth uh, inaugural episode, yeah, uh, we have something very special in store today because we have a very special guest. Yeah, and uh, would you like to do the introductions, John? Well, um, you did mention Apple, and it turns out this guy is from this fruit-based company. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think and I think he probably produces a lot of these fruits. Um, okay. There's a few different versions of these fruits that have been released over the past twelve years or so, or actually probably probably a bit more than that. Fourteen. Probably a bit less because they skipped a generation. That's true. That's true. That yeah. is true. Yeah, they went from 8 to 10. Yeah, yes. there's yeah. a whisper of a that's true in the background. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, like, numbers don't really matter. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Especially they're, they're the, not especially the Asians like ourselves. Yeah. Numbers I, I, regularly, I regularly go from 8 to 10. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you do. You do escalate things a lot. But yeah. anyway. Anyway. Our uh, guest today. Our guest is, today is. Uh, our very good friend, Ralph. Say hi, Ralph. Or, or Raph, according to um, our <laughs> Zencaster. Shout out, yeah. Shout out to Zencaster. Is, is that how we do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome aboard, Raph. Thanks, folks. How you doing? Hey, good, man. Casey, John, uh, John. It's, it's good to hello. be right right here with you. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's great that how technology can bridge um, immeasurable gaps. I know, especially during times of uh, of a pandemic. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Imagine doing a podcast back in the nineteen. When when was uh, the the Spanish flu? Um, I met yeah, nineteen eighteen. Twelve. Oh, yeah, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, somewhere around the, there. Imagine the, doing the, a podcast the, then. There are podcasts you, from then. <laughs> you would the, be recording on a you know like a ceramic vase. <laughs> 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 that, that's how it would have been done. 
A, a wax cylinder that you had to hand around to your friends. Yeah. Yep, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Dude, have you heard this podcast? It's sick as. <laughs> <laughs> then, oh no, my hands were too warm. I melted oh, it. It's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so uh, Raf here is our friend from uh, America. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked with Apple, but it's not allowed to talk about anything from Apple. That's true. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. <laughs> and his Instagram account is Ralph at RalphMan5000 uh, because he, he is the fifth he's, generation. He's from the year 5000. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for that <laughs> shout out. I like that. <laughs> we're, we're, we're starting with Flight of the Concords right from the get-go. <laughs> the distant future, year 5000. The, I touched the one. He was dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So uh, we're going to get into the, the main, uh, I don't know what you're going to call it, the main topic of our podcast yeah. for today, which what is a continuation of yeah. last week's, uh, which is 11th wis- inaugural wisdoms. episode. Can, yes. Uh, okay. ep- episode 11 Pro, if you yeah. haven't heard it. Yeah, Ralph? Yeah. Can, we, can we stop for a second so I can go and listen to last week's so I'm up to speed or are we just going to go right. with it? Yeah, well, um, uh, yeah we'll, we'll, no, we'll we'll keep the recording going for like an hour of silence, and then while yeah, you we'll, listen we'll just, to it, yeah. yeah, and we'll just come cool. back. That's when when you're ready. Yeah. This will be a deluxe <laughs> two-hour episode. <laughs> the fact I mean, is, it, we, it is it is have... a special episode. We do have we have a guest again. Yeah, yeah. Our, our second inaugural second, guest. Yeah, second. <laughs> We've got half yeah. of our listeners here, which is great. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Now, I've, you know, I've, I think I overstepped a bound there because I called them our listeners. It's, it's not mine. It's, it's your guys. Hey, you can join the podcast. Yeah, no yeah. Uh, but consider this an interview. If you do well, yeah, you could join. If, well, I was if, having... we, if we double our listeners, um, we will consider you uh, our th- our unofficial intern member. Yeah, you can be an intern. I was having fun until you said it was an interview, and now I'm just going to seize up. So, <laughs> good night, folks. Yeah. Good night. No, you, it's you just should, you and I. It's just you, you and me. Need, you, need to, you need to unclench that sphincter, man. Fair. <laughs> if okay, I had a man, dollar. So, go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we've gone on a bit of a tangent there. Hmm. But our, our topic from last week was uh, witticisms, and we're going to get right back into that. And yeah. we're going to start off with a big one, Yeah. Um, which is brand new in box. Or yep. NOS, yep. which is known like you know BNIB and uh, NOS meaning new old stock. Yeah. So um, Raf, you want to take this one? What, what, yeah, what Raf, does that Raf, mean? Raf is probably the the best person to describe this. Yeah, yeah. I f- yeah. I feel like this is a setup or an ambush <laughs> here. Um, <laughs> so I th- I think what you're teeing me up for is yes, I recently did acquire a brand new inbox, which is not a rare thing. You can go out and buy any brand new inbox watch, right? Yeah. But, uh, the, but the, the NOS, the new old stock part of it is the, uh, yeah. the, the nice part, right, John, John? Yeah. Like you, you would hope that, you know, when you buy a, a new watch, it would come as new. Right. And in the box. Oh. Like okay. Of, so for those of you who, who can't tune into the video feed. Yeah. Which is like literally, is- well, no one else, just us. Yeah, just us. Yeah, but uh, Raph is basically holding up his uh, Alaska Project box. Um, yeah. But I, 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 why would you do that, Raph? Like, what, what, what's so big about the Alaska Project? Why, why do we care so much about it? I mean, why would I do it? I think at the at the core of the matter is I'm just a dick, and 
I know from <laughs> listen. I'm a fan of the podcast. I listen, and I know that John John really wants one of these watches, and but he doesn't I, have one. I've, I really yeah. I want I want him to have one though. I really want him to acquire one. Mm-hmm. So I we I, we all want him to have one. I felt like in the spirit of uh, enablement, I should take the first step, <laughs> show him that it can be done, and then just pour on the pressure for him to step it up and get one. You know, I've been yeah, eyeing yeah. this watch since it, since well, I, I can't I can't remember which episode we we talked about it, but like I've been eyeing this watch since I think two thousand and eight when it first came out. That's what it came 2007, out. Two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and. I probably had my you would eye have been on it. Seventeen or sixteen. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And like you know, back in those days, it was like seven thousand Aussie, which, um, I guess around five thousand US fifty US dollars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the exchange <laughs> rate, the exchange rate back then was actually like the Aussie dollar was actually more, uh, more powerful than the US dollars. Strong. Yeah. yeah, mate. Yeah. Strong. Yeah, yeah, mate. Kangaroo power. <laughs> but yeah, so you've been yeah. looking at it for a while, and yeah. yet you don't have one. And yet I because... don't have one. Because back in the day, I was like, "Oh man, this is this is a nice watch, but ain't got the cash." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there was a time. No, there was a time when I was like you. Whoa! Just mired okay. in poverty. That's hard to believe. That's really hard to believe. <laughs> should Should I step out, guys? <laughs> no, you should. No, no, no. no. You should absolutely the... like pile on. Okay, you're you're at the top of the pyramid, Ralph. Mm, I don't yeah. like that at all. You are. You yeah. are the engineer of the future. That's that is that has been said. In certain <laughs> yes. it's it's documented. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That, that's why you're a Ralphman five thousand. That's that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So what? what okay, we're gonna get into uh, BNIB and uh, yeah. NOS. I think, in and of itself, I don't think it actually means much because it's just a watch that's either brand new in box right. with all the stickers attached, or a new old stock, meaning it's it's still sitting with the original distributor yeah. or dealer or whatever, uh, and, and that's that's all it means. The problem really starts when um, Wissis like to say that oh, um, I'm selling this watch. Uh, it's 99% brand new inbox. Mm. Only worn a couple of times. Yeah. But uh, wasn't right for me. So yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Um, no. That that's not how it works. Or or it's like BNIB, and then you have photos of that watch on your wrist. No. Yeah. And you're trying to sell it, and you're just like yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Like this, this is this is kind of like the the sneakerhead uh, situation where you also. <laughs> You also have the BNIB, but like mm-hmm. you've taken it out and it's like on foot. It's like oh, mm-hmm. only only worn at home just to take photos, and then I'm yeah, 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 that. yeah. So like yeah, yeah, no, that's not that's <laughs> not, not what it means. Well, John, John, here's here's the thing yeah. though, uh, like like <laughs> like sneaker style, I bought <laughs> one to rock. But then yeah, I also project got one to you. stock. So I've got, I actually picked up two. So I'm going to have one in the safe. Yeah. And uh, one that I'll just, just trash, like work on my yeah, car yeah. with it on and shit like that. Yeah. Like, wait, just, wait, you've got just two Elastic Projects? Just beat yeah, did around. you see it? I, I reached down and picked up one. And then I reached uh-huh. over here and pulled over Dude. another. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Incredible. You're, you're, okay, you heard it. You, you've heard it here first. Uh, we can definitely 100% verify that Ralph has two 
Alaska projects. And if you want one, please reach out to him That's at Ralph Ben Five Thousand, and he'll take your questions. Uh, the sad uh, fact is, it's it's not going to go like that. I'm I'm going to gift it to John John because. Well, that's I'm, nice. trying, oh. I'm trying to not be the dick that I said I was 45 seconds ago. That's like that's like the okay. payment for being on this podcast, is it? <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say like like, the, like the that's brand that's, new inbox. that's a demand. That's a demand to get on Casey and John John. So, um, if anyone else wants to get onto Casey and John John, just send us a watch. That's the price. No biggie. Yeah, yeah, totally uh, worth it. Alaska project yeah. or higher. Yep. Yeah, like that's that's the level. Yeah, yeah. We go by market price. Yeah. Okay, I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, i think that about i think, I think, that's I think we so, yeah quick quick question that, sorry yeah um, you only mentioned that um when it's advertised as brand new in box never won yep. and then it's on the mm-hmm. dude's wrist yeah yep. that's that's bs i, I yep. i'm with you there uh yep. if you're going to sell something that is brand new in box with the stickers on are you allowed to remove the sticker off the crystal to take a picture of it no, I would, say, I would no. say no. Okay, yeah, yeah. Actually, right. like while we're on this uh, on this topic of your of your lovely Alaska project, like why don't you why don't you you know talk about it for a bit? Uh, hey, yeah, how about how about a review? Of, yeah, on the Alaska the experience project. On and the for those who don't know, and what especi- is it? and especially with the with the red uh, capsule, like the donut the shroud, yeah. the heat and cold yeah. shield. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Temp- it's delightful. So I wanted one for okay, and that's the review. Yeah, it's thank delightful. you. Good night. <laughs> uh, yeah, you wanted one for. I wanted one for since they were maybe nine thousand US. So yeah. I don't know, five years ago, six years ago, and yeah. I was like, no, can't justify it. And mm-hmm. then I was like, well, the price went up, and they're like, yeah, okay, now I can justify it. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Right? <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, but. I had seen a number of them that I was like, eh, I still can't do it. And then this particular one came along since we're talking about brand new in Vox, new old stock. And the mm-hmm. dude who had it found it in an Omega boutique in um, Warsaw, Poland. This has been covered on your podcast already. So I'm sorry. It has? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. you mentioned it. It's okay. You're getting uh, no. this from the horse's yeah. mouth now. Yeah. Um, uh, regardless, the, the dude, um, I can say, was outstanding as far as um, – the way he packaged it, amazing. Sent it here, got to me in four days, I think total, wow. which is nice. which was nuts. And knew how to handle customs and all that stuff, so that's great. Um, the watch itself, I mean, it's your standard Speedmaster, but for the amazing white dial, yeah, and the very cool um, rocket capsule hands for yep. the uh, chronograph totalizers, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. uh, just a nice dark contrast red seconds hand um, so w- what else does it come with raf like it comes with a watch obviously comes comes uh, the watch it comes with that uh, crazy the, donut shroud mm-hmm. yep yep and yeah. anything like else strap, strap or anything uh comes it's like the, uh, the nylon the, nasa strap isn't it yeah standard bracelet and then two of the uh the nylon straps they're white i'm going to get it just filthy, I'm sure, because I'm disgusting. And yeah. a yes. bright yeah. white wristband you know is a joke. Um, uh-huh. It comes Not with as white as you, though. Okay, we're going there. We're playing that we're card. Okay, yeah. that's fine. yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. have, have you not um, listened to our podcast <laughs> yeah come on man first time long time it's fine come on uh, man 
the so thing yeah, is, what, it what else? Com- comes with so two of these straps, but one is meant yeah. to be like the you wear it over your spacesuit because it's so right, long, right. Yeah. and the one's meant okay. for a normal person. Yeah. I can't wear uh-huh. the normal one because I have ridiculous wrists, so I have to wear the long one. That's, oh, but, that's, but, but that's because you always wear a spacesuit, don't you? That's true. I'm mean, working working yeah. at a futuristic <laughs> company like Apple. Like you that's are right. required to wear a spacesuit every day, right? Is that's that correct? Yeah. Especially being from the year five thousand, the year five thousand. Uh-huh. The year five thousand. <laughs> but uh, I think that suit would really help with the whole COVID situation that we have. I don't think you can get COVID if you're wearing a spacesuit. Yeah. That's, mm. I mean, like soon, I've... soon we're just gonna be dressed like. The Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. I look I'm, forward. I'm, to I'm that actually, future. yeah, no, I, correct. Yeah, I, I look forward to that as well. Just never this take the mask way. off. Like yeah. I've, I've been practicing by playing Among Us a lot as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just you know, that's... running around doing tasks in a spacesuit. Casey is yeah. sus. Yeah. No, that's a game. Casey, come on, dude. No, man. Come on, totally man. Come on. So yeah, uh, with that done, uh, that's a quick review of the Alaska Speed Boxes. So not in quick, case, thank uh, you though. Thanks for indulging me. <laughs> in, no in case you guys don't know what it was, you know now. Uh, if you don't know, next... now you know. Oh. <laughs> our next topic, uh, I don't know, which one should we go for? Should we go for the one that Ralph is really looking forward to? Or yes. should we give him let a us, break? No, no let's, let's do that because you know he's our distinguished guest. Hentai isn't on the list. Oh wait, no. Sorry. No. Well, we can we can always add hentai to the list. I'm I'm we happy with hentai, man. No, we're a free flowing podcast. We can go. We can yeah. go with it. True. Yeah. But, <laughs> but before we get there, yes. a, a little bit of a warm up. Um, this is a Ralph's favorite word um, that is used in the watch community, and mm-hmm. that is of course the deployment clasp. Hate you. Yes. <laughs> I hate you. Why? It, isn't it true? You deploy it. So what's wrong with that? Deploy, especially like you deploy it on a watch. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And every time you, wanna... you use it, it's being deployed. Yeah. Do you want right, to talk us on. through that, Ralph? No, yeah. I don't. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm done here. Thank you. Hey, you you Whoa. promised us ten minutes on deployments. Uh, I definitely overpromised. Uh, <laughs> I I do get into it with a guy that I work with about this, and um, it's clearly deployant. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no getting around it. That's the word for that type of strap. Period. Mm-hmm. However. He's like However. so many so many people say deployment that it's that it's accepted, and I was, and he's full of shit. And yeah. <laughs> I always bring out the argument, you know, a lot of people say they want to drink an espresso, but the word <laughs> is actually espresso. And just because oh, a bunch it, of people are morons doesn't mean we have to accept their verbiage. It's ex- it's espresso because it's quick to make and it makes you faster. That's you know, why yeah. it's called an espresso. I, I'm convinced. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I changed my mind. You, you've done it. <laughs> We've done it. Okay. And so, so our 10-minute ex- segment on, is over. So espresso yeah, right. <laughs> and deployment. That's right. However, yes, so, you heard it here first. <laughs> there's also <laughs> a, an argument, however, that if you're going to use deployant, you have to use it uh, with the French pronunciation because that's where I, it's I, derived. Oh, so I deployant? was just going to get into that. It's just yeah, so deployant. happened that we are, we are very French. <laughs> Aren't we, Cassie? Like it. 
<rire> la soupe mâchée. Baguette. Croissant. Bœuf. Comment bœuf Je rate des padeux. <rire> Jacques Cousteau. <rire> 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 mousse. But yeah, so, de deployant, right? Yes. I, I suppose is a French word. And I guess the proper way to say it would be deployant, I guess. I believe, yeah. So, yes. do you really want to go around saying that? No, but in the, in the same instance, I don't go to Starbucks and order an espresso. I order an espresso because you can say that with an English uh, accent and it's fine. Yeah, but the word for espresso in Italian is espresso. And then the word for espresso in English is espresso. But the word in French is deploy, deployant. And I presume that translated, that may actually be deployment in English. It is. So, fine. You know, like, I mean, espresso is, a, in a way, it's a proper noun, I guess. Like, it, it, it defines a certain object. And so it, it has, you know, like, carries over from Italian. Mm -hmm. But deployment is just, de deployant is just the word. And translated, it means deployment. So then, then I will work on my enunciation, and it will be deployant from now on. Fuck it, deployant. Yeah. Work on your yeah. French, man. If yeah, I'm if I started the podcast saying I was a dick, I'm going to hit the halfway point here, saying I'm turning into a douche, and it's fine. <laughs> deployant. Synonyms, man. But uh, Has, hashtag well, douchebag patrol. Yeah, man. But hey, three members of the douchebag patrol. We we here, haven't right? done that in a while, actually. I have. Oh, someone did well, just. To, you do that every day. Yeah, I do. Yeah, because I have to go to work, so I have to drive. This is what I get bored. This is your work. This is te my recreation. Te technically, you shouldn't be taking photos of your watch while you're driving. Like here, here at the Casey and John John podcast, we do not condone using your phone while you drive. Um, I, I use. We're all, I use a drone. We're all about safe driving. <laughs> I I use it. Automated drone to take pictures of my watch, so it's 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 totally safe. So it flies around in the cars uh, and just like yeah, yeah, positions right. positions itself in a way to take a watch. Yeah, like in front of my face. Yep. Yeah. Like from my while you're driving, angle, but yeah, while I'm driving, but in a way that it doesn't obstruct my view. Yeah. I imagined yeah, yeah, you yeah. with a GoPro on your head, but the mini drone flying around the car is more on brand. So yeah, that. that That's plausible. For for a second, I thought you were going to say moronic. That's right. <laughs> yeah, not moron brand. But, but either way, yeah, I, I'm I'm accepting of that. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, you guys have heard it here first. It's officially yeah. deployment from now on. Oh, Flicker. Okay. Like okay, so it, moving on into, I guess more of the Kickstarter realm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We have a couple here that are cliches um, mm -hmm. to, you know, new brands that yeah. that start off in Kickstarter. So we have Affordable Luxury uh -huh. and we also have Cutting Out the Middleman. Mm. Oh, I love those. I love those so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, we have one more as well. Uh, disrupting the Industry. Oh yes! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah. Yes, that, that, I mean, that's with, a major one. With so many brands out there disrupting the industry, would you consider the industry mm -hmm. as disrupted already? 
I would say it's tremendously disruptive. Yeah. Just tremendously disruptive. Uh, I mm. don't even know how there's an industry anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's been so disrupted by now. Yeah. yeah. The, the 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 mere existence is stunning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't know I don't know how all of these um established brands can keep up because of all of this disruption. Yeah. Yeah. They they should all be closed by now. It's it's like we had the quads crisis. Yeah. We should be having a Kickstarter the Kickstarter crisis. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's been so disrupted. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. Either that or our, just our definition of the word disrupted yep. has really just taken a nosedive. Yeah. Swatch, Swatch Group is running scared. And, because, and the thing is, like, you know, you, you know who I, f- <laughs> I actually feel bad for middlemen out there. Yeah, they've always been cut like, out. Yeah. Like, hey, man. Especially in times of COVID, right? Where people are suffering and wanting to find jobs. Like, what? What other choice do middlemen have? Yeah. Don't cut them out. Yeah. Be more inclusive. We need to be more inclusive. Yeah, there need to be middle women as well. And all all genders in between. Good point. Yeah. It should be middle people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But what if if they don't identify themselves as people? Well, we're, we're, we're... I think we're encroaching on dangerous territory here. Potentially. Uh, we'll just yeah, say like cut, the first cutting out the middle zur and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Silence. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. Like that's if the a, first 30 that's an seconds, inside joke from, from way before. <laughs> we have yeah. jokes. Yeah. But if, if the first 30 seconds hasn't gotten us an explicit tag, uh, I think we just, <laughs> we just did. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, let's start with affordable luxury. What is yeah. affordable luxury? Mm. Or I mean, I don't think we know, but what what do we think it means? I think this this honestly goes back to like the homage, um, the, co- the whole homage stuff that we have. Yeah, that we're talking yeah. about in you know uh, episode, episode eleven, 11 pro. pro. Yep. And they tend to be affordable luxury tends to be like a, an homage to your established brands. Um, mm-hmm. Let's say some of them do copy the Holy Trinity. Yep. Yep. Foreshadowing there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And perf- like selling it at an affordable price. Uh, air quotes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the it's um, the Hyundai Genesis when you can't uh, really afford the Mercedes that you want. Yeah, yeah, or the Audi. Hey now, <laughs> or the BMW. Hmm? Hey now, sure. hey now. <laughs> Hashtag flex. <laughs> but yeah, um, affordable luxury. From from what I've seen, um, it often looks like people often say that oh, affordable luxury means that we take certain features or mm-hmm. certain qualities from yep. so-called luxury brands. So it used to be stuff like, oh, uh, luxury brands have sapphire crystals. We have sapphire crystals. Yep. Uh, luxury brands have automatic movements. We have automatic movements. Yep. And you know stuff like that. And then it's like, oh, we are bringing you the features of a luxury watch, but at an affordable price. Okay, but here's and, the thing. Yeah. Um, like with 
Steinhardt, for example, because we discussed it in episode yep. 11 Pro. Yep, uh, yep. Go back and listen to that. Like, they, yep. do, produ- they do produce these uh, homage watches mm-hmm. at an affordable price as well. But they don't refer to themselves as affordable luxury, do they? I don't think so, no. Yeah. Like, affordable luxury, I I feel, is really exclusive to these um, uh, Kickstarter brands. Yeah, it it does seem to be that way. Um, I I, I don't know, because I think the concept of affordable luxury is in in itself a bit of a... um, What's the word? Like... It contradicts itself mm-hmm. because I we've been through this about the Beblinist Beblin goods. Yeah, I keep saying Beblinist. Shout out at Beblinist. Yeah. Nice straps. Anyway, straps. uh, Beblin Beblin goods are basically goods that are priced higher than the material worth is mm-hmm. because it's basically a demonstration of wealth, a status symbol, if you will. Yeah. So that that's a luxury good. That's that's a Beblin good. Yeah. If it's affordable. It's not a Beblin good anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So affordable luxury, I think, doesn't work. We agree that it's oxymoronic with emphasis That's on the word. I moronic. The I, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Mm. But yeah, Ref, what do you, what do you think? What's your take? On now, hang hang on. Luxury? If you if you couldn't tell, this was the uh, when in doubt lie out part where I just let you guys talk because I'm just like I don't fucking know, know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what what does the term affordable luxury suggest to you? Uh, I think, like you said, where where the uh, the watchmaker is offering you uh, materials that you would expect to see on something more expensive, but mm-hmm. again, you're you're browsing there because maybe you can't afford that nice piece with the sapphire crystal and the automatic movement. Um, yep. In fashion terms, I would put this as like Z- Zara, especially Zara, versus like you know your your Balenciagas or your Prada, no, etc. If I have to, if I have to Google everything you say, then I'm not going to be able to bring much to the conversation. <laughs> this is a very much um, elitist podcast. Ah, yeah, yeah. We are the creme de la creme. I mean, did you, did you hear our previous podcast? <laughs> you Listeners, said you're a fan. Huh? Use, use offer code FLEX to pay 30% more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, now you're on board. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I think we've done uh, affordable luxury. Um, we did it. Yeah. Cutting out, cutting out the middleman. Uh, what does yeah. that actually mean, John? Um, direct to consumer is like just buy straight from our the manufacturer website. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's kind of how it works. And like, it. I feel, I feel recently there's been a shift from you know having to go into an AD or mm-hmm. a brick and mortar store. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Correct. Um, at an AD or like official store, and just mm-hmm. buying from a website. Yep. So buying online. Yeah, buying online exactly. Um, but even then, um, I think for a lot of brands, it's still not direct to consumer because you're still buying from a website that is still functioning as a middleman. Air quotes. Except um, for certain brands, yeah, I certain think brands, certain brands are starting. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like for I mean, for example, like uh, Christopher Ward. Shout out Christopher Ward. Yeah. Um, you know, cool great watches. great watches. Great prices. Um, yeah, great prices as well. Affordable luxury for sure. <laughs> yeah, affordable luxury, <laughs> and they also do cut out the middleman. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They do both. But they've never ever suggested that. Um, so I feel cutting out the middleman is also another Kickstarter cliche. Um, mm-hmm. That yeah, it's it just implies like oh we are selling to you directly, and um, this is a piece of my office chair that just fell off. That's great. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah, you're totally yeah. Uh, totally on on point there. Um, yep. Anyway, John. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, stop cutting out your middle man of your office chair, man. <laughs> Between me and the ground. Yeah. <laughs> just, 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 sit on, just sit on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Asian you style. You don't need a chair. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, so yeah. was uh, Omega, if you will, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. they not, not Omega. moved. Nice. No, Omega, right? Omega. Yeah, well done. Thank you. Um, they, I think with uh, quite a bit, they made a bit of, of noise about it when they moved their sales uh, online Yeah. Um, because they, they did not sell online for a while. And then a couple of years ago, I think they made their stuff available there. Yep. Um, yeah. I think the were, first were was they the cutting Speedy the, Tuesday, I think. Were they cutting the middleman out? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm sure they made so much extra profit from not having the middleman involved. That they were just like, oh yeah, this this is the recipe for success. It's the way to go, right? I mean, yeah, you would you would also say like Onma Pige, um, moving the products out from uh, 80s into their own dealers boutiques. Yeah, yeah. On, yeah. Onma uh, Pige boutique. Shout out to Onma Pige. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they'll they'll totally tune into our podcast. Um, yeah, like that is also technically cutting out the middleman as well, but. No one, no one does, no one uses that term as much as your Kickstarter brands. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's, it's always at, it always comes with a little flowchart. It does, yes. Uh, com- comparing <laughs> yes. normal brands to Kickstarter brands. Yes, <laughs> you right. Yeah, 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 it's always it's always got that flowchart, <laughs> and how like uh, the direct to consumer model is a way shorter flowchart, and it's yeah, like, and save and you money much cheaper. Yeah, yeah. They also forget to mention that it's much shittier. <laughs> I feel like there's a way to say that without saying cutting out the middleman. It seems more appealing. Like cutting out the middleman sounds like I'm buying some linoleum flooring from from somebody or something that's uh, yeah not a nice uh, potentially not luxury. Lu- luxury piece. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Th- that's why it's affordable luxury because it comes with a flowchart. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I suppose another way to say it would be streamlining. I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, synergizing backward overflow and other yeah. corporate terms that so, sound really So cool. when, we, when we start our own watch brand, the Casey and John John watch brand, uh, mm-hmm. that's the term that we're going to use. Uncle Casey and Uncle John John. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Uncle Seiko. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we start our brand, what are we going to do, John? Are we going to have a flow chart? Flowcharts everywhere, man. Got to, yeah. I think so too. We'll have I think the it's a best, longer flowchart we'll for the, the flex. Flowcharts in the world. We could sell this watch to you for a thousand dollars, but we're selling it to you for a thousand five. Yeah. Because we've added middlemen. 
because we needed a middleman to produce our flowcharts. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> I think these flowcharts come cheap. <laughs> We've we taken have a, a flowchart on how our flowcharts were manufactured. <laughs> taken the value that you get from our flowcharts and passed that on to you. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. That's that's another phrase that they always use. <laughs> right. We, we pass the savings on to you. We pass the savings on to you. That's right. We don't want, we like, don't dude, want with, that. With every watch you buy, you get a flowchart. Nice. You get a flowchart. You get a flowchart. Everybody gets a flowchart. You you get a poster-sized flowchart that you can frame up and put on your wall. You get a flowchart of flowcharts. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. Like yeah. Right. I yeah, think we're done I, now. I think we're done with that. <laughs> I, th- I think we're done with that. <laughs> um, oh, man. Shall we go with Heritage next? Yeah, sure. It's Her- not oh, Heritage. Heritage. Yeah, I was, oh, I was just going to say Heritage. You see, this is why we have the, we have this guest on because like we just sink man no i, th- I think i'm here just to step on casey's jokes that's that's why i'm here <laughs> what about my everything jokes? he's gonna to, oh well no i let you go words oh thanks man to give me words that i can't remember <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah so wh- what is heritage heritage <laughs> it sounds great so heritage Oh god, I can't even say her- her- heritage. Okay, heritage. There you go. No, no, basically... I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep saying heritage. Okay, you, you can say anyway. that. But um, ba- basically, I think it's uh, for a lot of brands, especially those who have been around for a while. Uh, and that's another thing that I think brands like the Flex established yep. in 1888. Yep. Uh, they they like to sort of um, mention that oh, we've been making watches for like a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of experience. Uh, in design and technology, which is why we are making, you know, outdated mm-hmm. stuff. But anyway, uh, it, it's a lot of it is based on stories of the past. So, f- for example, like we've discussed before, the Omega Speedmaster. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the heritage is being the watch that was used in the space program, mm-hmm. and that is uh, the, the cow that they have been milking for. The past like forty odd years, sixty years now. Yeah, actually. I'm surprised it's not like milk powder anymore because like it's just been completely dried out so much. Because yeah. the cow is so old now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah it's an ancient cow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that that's one example. Um, another one, of course, is Rolex uh, with the Submariner and the Explorer, mm-hmm. where they say you know it's one of the first watches that was used for diving. Uh, the first watch that was used by the guy who went to Mount Everest, which is not technically true, but I mean that's something to get into later. Mm-hmm. But that's basically what heritage is, and, and you know stuff like Tag Oil, they'll be like, oh, we've been making uh, watches with racing pedigree mm-hmm. since the, the the 50s or whatever. So yeah, that that a lot of that is heritage, and and that is uh, stuff that they've been milking for as long as they can. Yeah, but. Um, how much value do you put on heritage? I, I would uh, also Raph say is like googling heritage. Heritage. <laughs> I would say with, I would say I would also say with like with heritage. There's also these new brands that come out, and not okay. Sorry, not not necessarily new brands, but also mm-hmm. revived brands. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Zombie like, brands. Yeah. Where. Um, like Langer. 
Technically. Technically, yes. Technically, yeah. yes. But anyway, because Glass Glasshuta is the the one that has original, <clears throat> original. Anyway, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yes, uh, continue. Like zombie yeah, brands. Yeah. So the, there are a lot of these zombie brands that do. Um, they do have this like show about. Oh, you know, we have this heritage, heritage. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, but you have been there. but you've been gone for like decades. Mm-hmm. So like, what are you trying to show? You have mm-hmm. a heritage of failing. <laughs> we we totally used to make watches. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we made and watches. Nobody, we died. Nobody and was, we're back nobody again. Was, <laughs> and nobody who was associated with the brand then is back now. Mm-hmm. But hey, the name's the same. That's your yes. heritage. Yeah. It, it, it isn't even we used to make watches, it's they used to make watches. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And we we bought the rights to the name yeah. of the people who used to make watches. I think yeah. there are there are like Kickstarter brands that have done that as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't think, think so. of I can't think of the names uh right off my head, but like I'm pretty sure in the past couple of years or so there are a few brands that are like oh you know we use this name because this person in the distant past had made these watches or whatever um yeah and we have that heritage Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah, no and then they stick an eta movement in there yeah yeah so (laughs) yeah where where is your so Raf, how much stock do you put in, in heritage? Like how much does that matter to you when you buy a watch? I mean, I have probably said this before, not on this show. Uh, I am more of a collector. Oh, we're a show now. Oh, right. Nice. <laughs> on this program. Uh, <laughs> I think that's still a, a promotion from whatever we were. But anyway, yeah. Uh, I collect in a way that I don't know a whole lot about. I I don't research a whole lot about um, the stuff that I'm collecting beyond um, I know a couple brands. That's kind of whatever. And Mm -hmm. I know know what I like by how it looks. And Mm -hmm. I think I have kind of a perception of what I think is quality. But um, there can be... new pieces that come out from micros that I'm just like, you know, I like how this looks and it looks kind of vintage and that's cool. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to have any sort of pedigree to go along with it for, for me. So, um, I think the word I'm looking for is, uh, posure. Ah, that's, that's what I, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, okay. So you, you brought up vintage looking watches, so Mm -hmm. that's kind of interesting. Do you specifically look for vintage looking watches? Is that what you personally enjoy? Um, I, I like a vintage looking watch. I'm okay. This is not a flex, but y'all are going to say flex. Uh, (laughs) I used to ride motorcycles. Okay, sorry. I used to ride motorcycles, and I liked. Thank you. A Triumph Bonneville, uh, Uh because 
it looked like an old bike, but it didn't have old bike problems. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I really would like to have, you know, nice vintage pieces, but there's a whole bunch of um, drama potentially that Mm -hmm. comes along with that. And I know that I don't know enough to be able to uh, cut through that BS and not get burned. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's the thing. So, like, the like, what do you, market. what do you think, what do you think about, like, because the watch industry currently is, is uh, producing a lot of these vintage inspired pieces. So, like, think of your Longines, or even even Tudor, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how do you feel about that? I mean, again, it falls right in that sweet spot for me where I know mm-hmm. I'm getting a a new piece that potentially has a nice in house movement. Yeah. When we're talking about Tudor. Yeah. Um, versus an outhouse movement that I didn't write that joke down, but I had that ready to go. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it hits a sweet spot. And, and to bring it back to Eretage, Tudor has history there that they yep. can, uh, can back it up with. So yep. if they, if they kick out a watch that has the looks, but uh, you know, has modern mechanics inside, I'm, I'm kind of all for it. I don't yep. think that I'm, strapping it on and saying hey check it out i've got this old watch and fooling yeah. anybody yeah that's not the that's not the point i just i appreciate the aesthetic you just like the vintage yeah yep. yeah okay yeah. and of course you know tudor has huge amounts of heritage uh mm-hmm. you know being the poor man's rolex for the past uh, 60 odd years that's yeah right. yeah yeah that, that's great shout out uh, to tudor and rolex and rolex yeah yeah oh i i, fa- I failed to shout out to um uh hyundai a while ago when we when i mentioned it so uh, it's it's pronounced Hyundai. Hyundai, thank Hyundai. you. Hyundai. 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 Yeah. Hyundai. Yeah. You get schooled yeah. by the Asians, man. Yeah. Well, but anyway, even though, even even though we're not Korean, but like you know, just like, Asians, man. It's just yeah, all Asi- the same. like Asians are are a monolith. Where yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, we all we all have small eyes, and we all <laughs> know kung fu. <laughs> yes. This, not this tra- yeah. not taekwondo or karate. Hmm. No, no, no. Taekwondo and karate are basically kung fu. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm mean, gonna get you the salt the, are, are you, do, you, do you mean what kung did you say flu? about karate? <laughs> do you mean kung fu? Oh, oh, we're anyway. going there. Anyway, um, I think so, uh, I think leading on from oritage is mm-hmm. is a good segue into our holy trinity. Ah, uh, yes, of yes, course. holy trinity. Because there's only uh, there's only three top watch brands. There's only three. Some might say so, some might turn a Trinity into four, but that's also another inside joke. A very very narrow uh, inside joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what what are what what is the Holy Trinity, John? Time. So the, oh, you said John. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Timex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else? Amel- Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton. Uh, yeah, that's right. And uh, <laughs> I, I, th- I thought it was God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Isn't that the Holy Trinity? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they make that's great the, watches. That's the OG tr- Holy Holy Trinity. Now it used yeah, to be the make... ho- Holy Ghost, but that scared people, so they change it to Spirit. Yeah. Spirit, because that's less scary. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but yeah, they made time, so they're the OG Holy Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I but mean, what God, is God basically watch? invented the sun, which is a <laughs> huge time. task. Yeah. Hmm? And yeah. Earth. What, but, and but what is humans? What is the watchmaking holy trinity? The holy trinity of the watch world is uh, 
Vachouan contre Santan. Oui. Patek Philippe. Oui. Et Olma Piguet. Oh, fantastique, oh, oh. fantastique, magnifique. Yes, that, that's, that is the Holy Trinity, and I obviously oui, oui. laid that on you because I didn't want to pronounce those names. Uh, no other reason. Yeah, because you're, but, yeah. you're because you're British and you are not French like like me. Like yes, moi. I'm British. <laughs> I like. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to Borat. Uh, shout out to Borat. Watch, but, which was watch. Just, uh, which was whoa? Was it Borat two? Borat 2 cultural uh, Borat 2 subsequent f- movie film yeah. uh, delivery of prodigious bribe to uh, I can't remember American uh, something for yeah. make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan yeah 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 because yeah. Wow. it's a great it's just a fantastic name good shout out, uh, shout out to our central Asians yeah shout Love out to you uh, especially to our producer Azamat Bigotov <laughs> he's, he's, he's really friend. branching out. Uh, I like, but anyway, John. So anyway, uh, the Holy Trinity. Yeah. Right? Why are they the Holy Trinity? I don't know. Expensive okay. So you buy and you can flex. Yeah. Not so much with Vashron. Mm. Undeservedly so, because I feel that with Vashron, um, they have produced. Watches that I would say, um, definitely way more innovative than whatever Onma Piguet has been uh, pushing out recently. Yeah, we can get into. But the, don't get much. We can get into the code eleven fifty nine another day. Mm. Yeah, um, that <laughs> yeah. is that is like another topic that we can cover mm-hmm. for a whole episode see i don't know um, much about these three that you're talking about but i know that that one's poison so i'm gonna just stay away <laughs> well we'll we'll have you on for that as well ralph yeah that'd be great <laughs> okay but okay to, to put it briefly i think uh yeah. the holy trinity is considered the holy trinity because of a couple of reasons mm-hmm. uh i think firstly is because they are the longest running uh watch brands that have been in continuous existence Mm-hmm. Uh, from their inception until now, meaning at no point did they stop selling watches or stop making watches. Yeah, I think that's one. Uh, another one is that they have always been known for making very high quality pieces, just in terms yeah. of finishing, mm-hmm. uh, design, and everything as well. And I think another one was uh, just because of the fact that uh, they were watchmakers, not movement makers. So. They would actually make their own movements as well yeah. as their own watches, uh, which is part of the reason well, why Jeje uh, Lecou uh, is not part of the Holy Trinity because they've been around for as long, but they yeah. were initially a movement maker rather than a watchmaker. Yeah. And that is why they are sometimes called the watchmakers, watchmakers, because they used yeah. to make movements for the yeah. brands. They're basically but, the Holy yeah. Trinity's ETA. Yeah, they were. They really were the Holy yeah. Trinity's ETA. So, uh, but talking about, you know, like uh, uh, how long they've been around, heritage and all that, I just want to loop back a little bit to uh, um, Ralph's, sorry, Raph's um, <laughs> favorite uh, design aspects, which is more of towards the vintage sort of style. Yeah. Uh, you have a couple of vintage watches as well, right, Ralph? Despite the possible drama involved in them. 
That is true, but um, I think to to hedge my bets, I've mm-hmm. purchased things that are not uh, uh, crazy expensive. So the vintage stuff that I have is mostly Seiko from mm-hmm. the 70s. I think I have one from the 60s. Um, Thanks to me. That was another dick move where you said you like that watch, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that watch. <laughs> yep. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks a lot, yeah. So, bas- Thanks so basically, that. are you buying watches because Casey and John John likes them? I mean, if you didn't know that you were influencers, now you know. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah you, hey, you. You heard <laughs> you, it here first. You yep. influence every purchase. We are uh, influencers. We are an influencers and we have a show. I feel mm-hmm. validated, man. Like, I've never felt right. so validated in my life until now. See? So, it feels so good, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I think we should have Ralph on more. I think Ralph... <laughs> Ralph makes me feel special. Hmm. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ralph, I, I, this all was a bit of a segue because I wanted to ask you about your the beautiful Bulova space view that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that? I do. So I have it right here with me um, for, for all you people at home that can't see. And yep. um, oh, we can't was... see it either, even though we're on video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Take a look, guys. Okay. That's thanks. Uh, thanks yeah, for that. gorgeous. I've, I I actually love the space view. That that is also oh, a watch. Sure. That is also a watch. Like I would love to get, but it has to be the right. But for one, I think, as far as I know, I think Raph didn't buy this one. So I didn't. This one was uh, yeah. gifted to me by my father, and he yeah. yep. bought it new, uh, most likely in box. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, this one's from 1964, and I think they started making these in 1960. So, yeah, I don't know, if relatively early on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is uh, obviously special to me because uh, it was my father's. Yeah, and yep. one of the uh, <clears throat> first memories of it I have is um, being very little, and he was like, "You should check this watch out, Ralph." I'm like, "Okay." And this he was like, again. right. He was like, oh no, you should listen to this watch. I was like, okay. And I put it up to my ear expecting like some sort of tick tick or whatever. And mm-hmm. this is a tuning fork movement. And yep. this particular one has a nice, uh, 360 Hertz hum. And, uh, uh, I, yeah, I can still remember that moment. I'm, I'm, uh, you're crying. I'm not crying. <laughs> not crying. <laughs> Just oh, making a lasagna raining. for one. <laughs> is it raining on your face, but, oh, Ralph? That's right. It is. Um, Just a little bit of dust in your eye. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it, so, it's a cool watch because of my dad's. It's also a cool watch in its own right because of uh, the technology that it was based on. I think at the time, yeah. it was the most accurate watch available. So much so that, um, well... Omega gets a lot of the first watch in space, first watch on the moon yep. props. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the gear that NASA ran uh, in their, <clears throat> I think in the in their rocket ships themselves, and also at uh, Control Center, were mm-hmm. powered by uh, Bulova's Accutron stuff. Yep. So mm-hmm. yep. um, it has, if you will, some real space eritage. That's right. Eritage. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, for those who don't know, what what is the Bulova Space View Accutron? What what can could you describe the watch first for those of 
them sure. don't know what it is. Yeah. So yeah. the the Space View in particular, they they made a bunch of watches with this two fourteen movement in it, but the Space View um, did not have a dial on it, so you could actually see the mm-hmm. mechanics uh, underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the OG skeleton watch of sorts. That's true. Right? Yeah. And if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think they only made these originally um, to show off the insides as like a sales thing. Yeah, and then yeah, you it's buy, like a display yeah. model sort of thing. Right, yep. and you can you could buy your two fourteen with a regular uh, dial on it, but people are like, "No, I want that cool one that you got in the window." Yeah. So mm-hmm. Bolova saw an opportunity. It was like, "Yeah, we should make some more of these." Yeah. Um, yeah. The movement itself is run uh, by it's an electronic movement that has a tuning fork in it, and yep. then a couple of uh, electromagnet coils that uh, cause the tuning fork to vibrate, mm-hmm. uh, and. I I don't think I'm mistaken. I think it's 360 hertz on this one, um, mm-hmm. and that vibration is then turned into a rotary movement by way of an indexing mechanism. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And the thing about the index mechanism, it's ridiculously small. I think the index wheel is two and a half or a little more than that millimeters, so it's super tiny. Yeah. And mm-hmm. on that wheel, it has something like 320 teeth. So super fine work that yep. I, I think is still an industry secret that Bulova has not given up. They, they don't, okay. they don't say how they made that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the result is this watch that makes this really cool sound mm-hmm. and a seconds hand that is completely smooth in its sweep. Like it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's really mesmerizing to watch and to listen to. And it's a really cool piece. Um, what? I th- go ahead. What do you think of the new Bulova Space Views that have been put out? I think, was it, I, I can't remember whether it was this year or, or last year. I it was, think like, it was very uh, recently. Yeah, they so they have, uh, I think it was called, they're calling it an electrostatic drive. Yeah. Um, which I can't really speak to uh, very intelligently other than I know it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And I've mm-hmm. read about the technology a number of times, but it hasn't stuck with me. I just know that it looks cool. Yep. And that um, it also, uh, through electronic means, achieves uh, super high accuracy yep. and yep. has that really cool seconds hand sweep. And yep. uh, the, the problem that I have with that watch, um, I really want one, but mm-hmm. the price is too much for what it is. Um, and I think people have said it's basically like a glorified citizen movement with yeah with a, with a with you know a, a novel timekeeping mechanism. So I, I get that, but mm-hmm. um, the price is is rough, and the case itself is like super thick. And okay, yeah. one of the ch- charming bits about my dad's watch. I mean, it's from the '60s, so it has um, that vintage aesthetic to it and mm-hmm. vintage size to it. It's mm-hmm. it's it's smaller than anything else in my collection, but Mm-hmm. Um, I like that about it. And this other, yep. this, this new, um, this new watch, I'm not so, uh, not so keen on the size, but it, okay. it still, it still, it looks really cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, it's really, it's a really cool, I think, relic from the sixties in, in the sense that the sixties were a very interesting time in watchmaking yep. because there were a lot of developments in the sixties. You know, you had stuff like, uh, the tuning fork movements. You also had stuff like uh, the electronic movements that were based on basically mechanical uh, balance wheels and escapements, but using a battery instead mm-hmm. of you know a, a, a mainspring. And you also, I think, this was when uh, high beat movements were coming into play uh, from Seiko, thirty-six thousand beat uh, per hour movements. 
And also, I think early quartz movements were being designed and developed like towards the late 60s. Mm-hmm. So there really was a lot of competing technologies. A lot of brands were really doing a lot of innovative stuff uh, back in the 60s. And, and I think that's something that we don't really see today. Yeah. yeah. Like today, we're kind of iterating on the same stuff, the same mechanical watches, the same quartz watches. We're just adding features like you know GPS, uh, satellite yep. reception. And, and all that's really cool. It is. But I, I kind of want to see something revolutionary. Like a, I I don't know I I like some something else that could help to keep time in just a unique and novel way. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I think it'd be really cool if Bulova brought the Actron uh, tuning fork movements back somehow. That would be I I would be I would be in line to get one for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, it, it's a really cool watch and there's a great story behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Just, just really enjoy that watch. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I think uh, also didn't um, Omega um, license this movement technology for their F three hundreds, right? Yeah, they did. They did. So I think they they relate to the game with their um, electronic watches and wanted to uh, mm-hmm. get into it fast. So instead of coming up with their own, they just uh, bought them. Took the secret sauce from uh, from Bulova. Nice. Yeah. What what is maintenance like on the space view? Uh, it's a bear, man. Uh, and, and part of it is because um, I, especially in my younger years, sucked as a uh, a curator of this particular piece. Um, mm-hmm. I I cracked the crystal. I let water get into it, and I fucked it all up. Ah, so okay. um, I had um, oh, a guy in the shit, bro. Oh, <laughs> oh dude. Shit. I had a guy in the it's east coast. Good. Fix it up for me, and he got it running mm-hmm. great. And then um, I had an issue with it recently where I had to send it away again, and it's always uh, just nerve-wracking to send it across the country and hope that it comes back to you and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. I think the, the the worst part about it is the, um, the coils. Like, if they go... They're very tough to find now because they're not made mm-hmm. anymore. Parts are, mm-hmm. parts are tough to come by. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, that said, when it's treated right, it seems to just do its job without any issues. I can easily change the battery and that's all I have to do. Yep. It's only when I abuse it that I have to basically pay the price of another watch to get it fixed. Because... I mean, it's it's basically like a, a piece unique movement. Uh, I see. Shout out, shout, out, yeah. shout out to yeah, our yeah. previous episode. Um, so yeah, like I, I assume like reparations would be extremely difficult because there wouldn't be a lot of watchmakers who can deal with something of that kind of tech, right? That's right. Yeah. And yeah. the unfortunate thing is that the last people I sent it to, I won't call them out, but yeah. they did a, a good job of uh, fixing some of the stuff that needed to be fixed, but then yeah. they fucked up a couple of really basic things like the chapter ring is now mm. misaligned by a tiny bit. Oh, and that's a bummer. Nah. And yeah. when I got it, it was running like, 10 or 12 seconds fast a day, which doesn't sound like much, but after I got in and regulated it myself, it's down to a second and a half a day. Mm-hmm. So, and that's where it should be. This watch is ridiculously accurate when yep. it's set up yep. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's tough to find, like you said, watchmakers that know what they're doing and can work on this piece and uh, that are hard to come right. by. Yeah. 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 For sure. I'll talk further so, about it. So shut me up. <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> yeah. So so on that note, I think I think that's a pretty nice note to uh, end this episode on. 
Yeah. Uh, it's a really great watch. We really enjoyed it. Uh, and for those of you who want to take a look, uh, just check out Ralph's profile at uh, at Ralphman Five Thousand. In case we haven't plugged that enough yet, thanks, uh, thanks. yeah, go check it out. There's a lot of nice nice shots on there of this watch. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for having uh, for being on, Ralph. I really uh, appreciate you guys for, having as, me on, especially uh, from yeah. from the states. Like, what what time would it be now? It is twelve forty. Nice. And, okay. Oh, that's uh, fine. You normally sleep at like yeah. four or five a.m. anyway. Well, it's four, no big it's deal. Four twenty somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I hope Apple doesn't hear this podcast. Oh, I'm and... sure they will. I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we're gonna end for today. Thanks again so much for being on, Raf. Yeah, thanks and for we'll your see time. You... Yeah, we'll uh, if our fans, if our listeners like you, we'll have you on again. But. Uh, no guarantee. All, yeah. all three of us now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, one, one third of them love the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're not going to say which one third it was. Mm, but, yep. All right. On that note, uh, we'll see you again in the next episode. Bye. 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 Nice chorus. <laughs> <laughs>